everyone, I'm Stacy Cabell, and I'd like to welcome you back to our Star Stuff Travel Podcast. I'm excited. Today is our second episode, which is very exciting, brought to you by Star Stuff Travel, where our commitment to family travel and the Disney brand sets us apart from other agencies. Once you book with us, you are part of the Star Stuff Travel family. Now to stay updated with Disney travel, as well as our family travel tips and advice, go ahead and head over to our Disney-focused Facebook page, Star Stuff Travel. And for family travel tips, advice, and other Orlando and Tri-State area getaway information, like our page at Family Travel by Star Stuff. We've got some great updates on our website now at StarStuffTravel.com. Not only do we have amazing up-to-date information on all Disney parks, cruises, and adventures by Disney, as well as the Disney Aulani Resort, we also have up-to-the-minute resort information and park information on Universal Orlando Studios. So go ahead and check out all of those options. And I'm ready to jump right in and start out with our Walt Disney World news, which is pretty exciting. They did go ahead and announce that Mine Train opens, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train opens on May 28th to the public. So those of you who are visiting on or after May 28th, you can go right ahead and start booking your Fast Pass Plus selections for the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Now, the people that have been able to ride this, such as media and press, have been saying that it's a a great family coaster. Now, it's not a thrill ride per se, but they are saying it's an instant Disney classic and it's a super smooth ride. So it's pretty exciting that it's gonna be opening up soon. Some other news is that Adventures by Disney is going to be giving us some news on their new 2015 itineraries, which are going to be including a new itinerary to the Amazon rainforest and the Galapagos Islands, discovering two amazing destinations together as one vacation. Now, The Adventures by Disney is a a fantastic way to travel if you're looking to leave the country with the kids and you're feeling kind of like you're not at ease with everything and you can trust the Disney brand. So definitely reach out to a Star Stuff travel agent for more information. Some other news, which is I find kind of funny. I'm sure it's not really funny to moms of young girls of this age range that are into it, but due to overwhelming popularity, anything having to do with the hit animation film Frozen in Disney has now been imposed with a limit of five single items in order to ensure others have the same opportunity to purchase them. So this limit right now is in place at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Lines, and of course um, DVC members as well. So if you're anywhere in those locations, you are only allowed to purchase five frozen items. Um, I believe this is actually already in place at the Disney stores. You're going to have to go online to see what those requirements are, but hopefully soon 
things like that will be lifted. It is unfortunate, but what happens is a lot of people will buy excess amounts of things like that that people are into and then sell them for high costs on eBay, leaving others struggling to find the stuff. So hopefully that doesn't last forever and that will be lifted soon. Um, I do want to go over some updates or closings for the Walt Disney World uh, area. A reminder is Cozina by Cat Cora is closing on September 30th of this year. So if you're interested in dining there and you're traveling before then, make sure to make some reservations to pop in there before they do shut their doors um, permanently. Now there's no talk yet on what they are putting in there, but once we find that information out, we'll definitely get that over to you. The Grand Floridian Garden View Tea Room is going to be closed from June 30th till August 29th, and they're going to be holding the Perfectly Princess Tea Parties. Um, they'll be taking place at Citricos. I'm sorry about my speech there. It is Monday. I'm taping this for Tuesday, so with, with it being Monday, I think... That's all you need to know. <laughs> so as far as the uh, next part is going to be Walt Disney World extras that not everyone talks about. And this one is a really cool one that uh, I bet you more than half of you don't know about this. So today we're going to be talking about surf lessons um, at Typhoon Lagoon, which is my favorite water park there. Um, surf lessons are being offered on select days prior to opening and um, they do start at $165 per person and that does include tax. All participants must provide their own surfing equipment and they have a maximum of 25 guests per, sec uh, per session. So the park admission is not required for this because they do this before the park opens. However, if you decided you wanted to stay at Typhoon Lagoon after the park opens, obviously, you would need to purchase park admission. The, search, uh, the sessions do last three to four hours, and all sessions must either be booked through DisneyParks.com forward slash surf or by calling 407-WDW-PLAY or by contacting your Star Stuff travel agent, and they'll be more than happy to help with your reservations for that. Today's Disney Park tip is something that I do for almost everything that I can. Um, it's I do it for more than just for Disney, but today's Disney Park tip is using your Target Red Card and purchasing Disney gift cards before you actually leave for your vacation. Now, for those of you who do not know this, when you use your Target Red Card, you get 5% off of your purchases. And that even goes for gift cards. So if you bought those Disney gift cards at Target, and maybe you go back a couple times, you know, before your vacation, you're going to save a couple bucks and it's worth it. Then while you're 
in Disney, you use the gift cards. You can shop with them. You can dine with them. You can play with them, whatever you want to use them for. And you're actually saving a few dollars by using your Target Red Card to purchase them before you leave for your vacation. Now, a lot of you also don't know, you don't have to have a Target Red Card credit card. Target actually allows you to open up a red card debit card. Now this red card debit card links to your checking account. So, you know, if you don't have good credit or you just don't want to open up another credit card, go ahead in. They'll uh, get you set up with the debit card. They're offering, you know, free theft protection for the next year with everything that went on with that huge scandal with the uh, the Target credit cards. I'm still using mine. Knock on wood, I've been fine. It is totally worth it to save the money that you get to save. And even shopping for things that you need for your trip, do it at Target with your red card and you'll save a few dollars. So that's going to be my Disney park tip of the day. Moving along, we're at our Disney-inspired recipes. So last week, we uh, did our favorite recipe was the churro. I'm wondering how many of you tried it and what you thought. It was super easy. This one is another big hit. It's the turkey legs. Now, I know there's a giant cult following for these turkey legs. This recipe is the Disneyland copycat recipe, and I found this at DisneyEarl.com. That's Disney I rl.com just like disney girl missing the g disneyearl.com these smoky savory treats from the frontierland section of disney parks are a great alternative when you're in need for a disney fix now the best results for these are to be marinated for 24 hours and you do end up roasting the legs for three to four hours so this is not one of those quick and easy Disney recipes. It's easy, but it's not quick, but it is so worth it. If you are into the turkey legs like me and my family are, definitely try it. It's a big hit. And again, you can find this recipe over at DisneyEarl.com. That brings us to our Orlando attraction segment. And this week we're going to go ahead and review my last stay at Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort at Universal Orlando. Now, we went pretty much a year ago around this time. So we were there last May. Um, we did use Mirrors Transportation, which I talked about last week. Mirrors Transportation is a, a great alternative to get from Orlando Airport to Universal. You can always get a shared ride or a private ride. Now, this particular hotel, I loved it. It was beautiful. I always lean towards tropical themed places. That's what I like. Uh, at Disney, I like the Polynesian. Here, I like Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort. So when you pull up, you get a South Seas tropical feel. You pull up when you arrive and you see a tropical walkway with a bridge over um, over a stream, it's really pretty, with some flowers and some foliage. 
and you walk into a beautiful lobby and on your right hand side there's an enclosed fountain with some elephants and it's Bali kind of feeling it's gorgeous there's some chairs set up in there for you to sit and relax and in the lobby which is a great idea and if you have kids you know they get excited about the littlest things they offered their own strawberry lemonade so there's places for the kids to sit while you check in. Now, when we arrived, we actually got there pretty early. We always travel early, so we have the whole day ahead of us. It may have only been maybe 11 o'clock in the morning, if that. Now, I was thrilled because they had a room all set and ready. I can't always say they're, they're going to have that for you. And if your room is not ready... You can always leave your luggage with the bellman and the um, check-in receptionist will definitely get you hooked up with your skip the line passes and you can go on right into the parks and enjoy them right away. So you can definitely arrive early and either check into your room if it's available. If not, you'll have a place to keep your luggage and you'll be able to get to where you want to go to the parks. The thing that I thought that was pretty neat about this hotel is it actually does hold select rooms for people traveling with pets, which not a lot of places do. Um, They do charge a $50 per night cleaning fee, and you're not allowed to have more than two pets to a room, which makes sense. Um, While we were there, they were actually painting and sprucing up the hotel, Um, and again, that was last year, so... I'm sure they're done with that. We had a garden view room, which is what they consider their standard room, um, with two double queen beds. It had a really clean tropical feel. We also had a mini fridge. Um, At this resort, there are six restaurants and lounges, including Emerald's Chop Chop uh, restaurant, which is pretty famous. Now, we ate at Islands Dining, uh, the Islands Dining Room for the breakfast buffet. Uh, We didn't have any super big meals at any uh, sit-down restaurants besides sitting at the buffet. Um, For the price, it was okay. The food was not fabulous, but it wasn't horrible. Um, It is nice. You're sitting there with a view of of the pool, so it's not bad. Um, We had a lot of food from the Bula Bar and Grill, which is uh, the pool lounge, and uh, they deliver it right to where you're sitting at the pool. The uh, thing that we did miss, which I really wanted to do, was the weekly Luau Hawaiian dinner show. They only have it, I think it's two nights a week, maybe like a Saturday night, and then in the summer they also have it on Tuesday nights. Um, We did miss that, and uh, I would have really liked to have done that, but what we did get to see is the torch lighting ceremonies that they have every Friday and Saturday night at 8.15 p.m. It lasts about 20 minutes, if that. Um, They have some Polynesian dancers and fire lighting dancers. It's really cool. The kids enjoy it. And they even have some participation from the kids, which is neat. Uh, The main pool, which we always hung out, was awesome. It was lagoon style with a sandy beach. There was a pretty big splash area for the kids. Um, The thing I liked about this pool area was there was always some place to sit, and they always had movies at dusk, which is pretty cool. So um, 
thoroughly enjoyed our stay. The food was, you know, pretty good from what we had. Um, we did order in room a couple times, and uh, I believe the food probably came from, you know, the same place around the pool bar area. That's what the burgers kind of tasted similar to. Um, with getting to the parks from this hotel, a breeze. The water transportation, which was like a water ferry from the resort, you never waited maybe longer than 10 minutes to, to get it. And once you were on the, the water transportation or the water taxi, you were at Universal City Walk in literally four minutes. There were times we walked, and walking is, you know, a good 10-minute walk, but it's beautiful. It's around a beautiful path, and it is around the water. Um, hot days, sometimes the kids were cranky. We would hop on the water taxi, but the walk was nice. And they had some on-site shopping, and they had a small arcade, which we did spend some time in because it did rain when we first uh, first got there the first night that we were there it did rain when we came back to the resort so we did spend some time in the arcade we were the only people there it is kind of tiny but it was good the kids had fun this is the least expensive resort out of all of the three deluxe resorts cabana bay that just opened is not in the deluxe resort category with them that's uh, a value slash moderate resort so out of the three deluxe resorts, this is the least expensive, and I loved it. Um, I also like Hard Rock too, though, and those of you that know me, music is a huge part of our life with my children, um, so I think that we have a connection to Hard Rock as much as we have a connection to loving, tropical, and relaxing feel. Um, so we'll go ahead and review Hard Rock next time or at some point in the future. With all of that, we're up to our local tri-state area day trips and weekend getaways. And today we're going to discuss Sesame Place in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. I've been bringing the kids to Sesame Place for about 17 years now. I can't believe it's been that long and there have been some changes. It's an amazing fun day trip for us. We live by the Jersey by the Jersey Shore. We're like Central Jersey Shore area coming from Tom's River. And from Tom's River, it takes us about an hour at the most to get to Sesame Place. Um, one of the things I used to love about Sesame Place is they used to let you bring in a cooler with your lunch and they had a picnic area where you could actually eat it. They no longer allow that. So do not bring food and a cooler and think you're going to go in there and be able to eat. They will make you go back to, to your car to eat. There are a couple great deals going on at Sesame Place. There's the extra day to play ticket, which is valid for any two visits during any operating day. And the great thing about this particular promotion is that you do not have to use this ticket for two consecutive days like you used to. Um, this is only $58 online or through your Star Stuff travel agent. And you can use your your two days any way you want. You can go in the summer, and if you want to go back at Christmas time, you can go back at Christmas time or even Halloween because they have the parks decorated both at Halloween and at Christmas time. Um, the reason I say this is the deal to go with is because the summer admission for weekdays only is $53. So you're talking five more dollars and you can get two days of going back, which is, I mean, there's 
no thought to that. You, you should definitely do the uh, extra day to play. The spring admission is going on until June 22nd, and with it getting hot out, you know, you can definitely uh, get there and enjoy the water park, and that's $43 until June 22nd. Restrictions apply. The parking there for general parking is $17. Preferred parking is $20, and VIP parking is $30. Um, we've always just done general parking, and we've been fine. I have not been in the past two years, but I will be going this year, and we'll do a review of uh, all the different changes that they, they've put in place because there is some dining that they offer now and some different things that they have since I've been there. Uh, a great location, though, if you wanted to do like an overnight or a weekend getaway because they do have hotels neighboring hotels real close and it's actually across the street from the Oxford Valley Mall which is a great mall to visit if you wanted to uh, spend some time. The nice thing about Sesame Place is they also offer the sunny day guarantee which means if it rains continuously for one hour or more you're going to get a ticket to come back in the future. So Unlike a lot of other places, this is a great deal. Now, it is a water park mainly. There are some dry rides, but because it is a water park, you definitely need it to be sunny and not raining when you go. Um, I would say ages 2 to 6 mainly really are best for the character recognition. Um, I did bring some of the kids when they were under 2, sure they don't remember it but they had a great time and even kids older than six uh, I bring the kids when they're even up to 11 and 12 just because there are slightly bigger water slides that they can go down and as far as just having memories of going back to the same place I mean hey it's Sesame Street you grew up with them what's not to love with with going to a Sesame Place so um, any questions you have, always check our Family Travel by Star Stuff Facebook page. Give your Star Stuff Travel and Agent a call for more information, and we can definitely help you out with that. All right, so with all of that, we're to the end of our second podcast already. It did go fast. We're going to be doing our podcasts every two weeks for now. So tune in next time. And I want to wish everyone a great two weeks. Thanks again for listening. Take care. Have a great week.